Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. and girls it's hour number two tommy informs me we've been in hour number two for a little while because i can't stick to the clock you know what my bad great segment though that we just did great to be with you to tell new one is 1029 espn radio swx montana television broadcasting live from the kurtz polaris studios kurtz polaris is at 2904 west broadway in missoula highway 83 and Sealy online at KurtzPolaris.com. If you missed anything in the first hour and change of the show, you can check it out on the podcast. Podcast available all the time. The podcast is available thanks to friends at the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Uh, It is time for our Around the Big Sky segment because Big Sky football begins tomorrow, boys and girls, tomorrow. Two Big Sky teams in action around the Big Sky State segment is uh, brought to us by Skyline Sports MT. Dot com rocking and rolling at Skyline Sports. Go check it out. Uh, a bunch of stuff going on. All the previews, all the teams, especially Montana, Montana State, of course. Coulter and uh, Brooks do a great work there. Thank you very much. We have a big scare breakdown this afternoon with a bunch of stuff uh, from Brooks Duanas analyzing Montana State's matchup against Texas Tech, sharing some interviews for Media Day. Ryan Tutel and I will also be doing a big scare breakdown tomorrow yep. afternoon, so we'll have that ready for you uh, as well. And also a couple. New and exciting things coming from Skyline Sports. We have a new contributing writer, Sam Lewis. He will be providing pick the lines for us. He'll be picking games mm. uh, against the spread, give you some tips on your uh, gambling. Not that we're encouraging you to sports gamble, but if you do and you think it's fun, we got we got some guidance for you, certainly. 
and uh, seeing all the spreads and all the things that are out there. Yep. And also the uh, the best writer at Skyline Sports is going to produce an article by the end of the week. You. <laughs> What's my deadline on this? Well, pro- presumably before the games start. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, I got Friday get, is usually good because then people can read it Friday and Saturday. I got to get it done by Friday. It's going to be up Friday, um, one way or another. Um, man, I really wanted to float the river, but now I have two hurdles to cross: my my job at Skyline Sports and my wife. It's going to be very difficult for me to get where I want to get. <laughs> You know? yeah, you're amazing. You're the only person that's broadcasting on live radio about going and floating the river on a weekday. No, after work. I mean, uh, like right now. Uh, right now. Uh, this is what I want to do, but I got, uh, I have, I'm beholden. Uh-huh. I should walk out of here. I walked in here at 3.59 and 30 seconds, and uh, I might as well just leave now. Wait, is this right? Hold on. Okay, I'm being texted. I, I'm receiving a very concerning text here uh, that says that that Lubbock County, there in Lubbock, Texas, where Montana State's going, if you are a Bobcat fan, if you've gotten tickets, if you're headed down, just I hope you got the refundable variety. I'm being told that Lubbock is a dry county. That's that can't be. It's accurate. not. It's not it's true. In Texas, it, it's, man. It's, it's well. There is dry counties in Texas. Are there? There's actually a lot. Come on now. Uh, but I got it right here. Lubbock County is not per- permanently dry. However, within the city limits, Lubbock itself permit or bans the sale of packaged liquor anywhere except at a quote unquote winery. Liquor okay. may be purchased in Lubbock by the drink one shot at a time in bars and restaurants. So one very sh- much like Utah. One shot at so no shot skis in Lubbock. Mm-mm. What if there's four of you? Could you go in? Let here's what I want. Bobcat it, fans. It, it was a, it was a dry county until 2009. Okay. Okay. Nothing on Sundays. So the game's on Saturday, so you're okay there. Here's what I want. Okay? Here's what I want. I, if if somebody uh, that's going down for this Montana State game would do me a personal favor. I would appreciate it. Get yourself. You're not going to the game by yourself. You're not going to Lubbock alone for crying out. I want somebody to take a shot ski down there with four of you into an establishment in Lubbock and say, we're not buying four at a time. We're each buying one. We've brought our own carrier. And stand there and see if if that is within the city ordinance, the county ordinances to accomplish this at, say, well, I mean, presumably it's going to be 7 a.m., right? Maybe. Maybe 8. So uh, let me know on that. Would you, at Gus tell? I would like pictures. I would like video. I'd like to see how that goes. Um, look, the Big 12, they're hosting games all the time. They're coming from Texas. They're coming from College Station. You know, they're coming from, from, from Oklahoma and Kansas to play at Texas Tech. So the the uh, the visiting fan is not new, but I just think that there's a little bit of uniqueness to a visiting Montana fan. I've told this story once before on the show, but I'll tell it again because it's a funny story. Okay. When Southern Utah joined the league in 2012, Montana State set up a little... Uh, as as alumni associations do all over the place all the time, but they set up an alumni uh, foundation sponsored trip 
where they they take the some boosters on the charter or whatever but they they flew in and out of Vegas on an Allegiant flight mm-hmm. and Cedar City Utah is about 2 hour drive from Las Vegas and notably in Utah right so not in uh, Nevada. This this was what I was still working. Amazing that these two states border each other. I mean, it, my goodness gracious! You know, it never really full. Sorry to cut you, but it never really fully washed over me. Like, you know, usually kind of regionally, it kind of goes in. You know, it kind of fades into the, the, the. You know, there's like these differences. I mean, this is <laughs> yin and yang. I mean, no Utah and, and Nevada being being. Uh, Coulter, you and I have built our lives on communication, and one thing that people may not realize is Blackfoot. That is their bread and butter, and right now, they are spending a ton of time and money creating an incredible network of fiber optic cables across the state of Montana, a state that, thank you very much, could use some innovation and advancement in that way, right? You probably already know Blackfoot, a local partner for internet voice and professional services that fuel growing businesses like yours. Right now, Blackfoot is extending its fiber optic cable networks in Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and around the region. Yeah, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable. It's a stunning amount that they're putting in right now. Check out goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link if you're on Podbean or just copy the URL into your browser. Go see what they're up to. I think you'll be impressed when you find out all the things that Blackfoot does. Particularly in Bozeman. Bozeman, as you know, is booming right now, and Blackfoot... They got you all taken care of. How does fiber optics benefit your business? We're not quite sure, but Blackfoot sure does. Give them a call, 866-541-5000, or find them online at goblackfoot.com. Uh, uh, next door neighbors is just something else. Okay, sorry, continue. So uh, I was working at the Bozeman Daily Chronicle at the time, yes. and um, Montana State, reigning Big Sky champs. So uh, the Chronicle said, hey, you know, if you, if you think it's, you know, if you think it's a good decision for you and you could save us some money, you could just buy the the package. You could just say, you know, fly on the fly with them and stay mm. where they're staying, and then take the bus. And then I was like, okay, that's actually great because then after the game, I don't have to drive back to Vegas. I can just sit on the bus and write, do my work. Well, right. did I know the bus that I was getting on with all the people was a boost Rega- regardless? Yes. So uh, on the way from Vegas to um, Cedar City, yeah. the bus stops at. The what, last outpost. What, what I think might be the greatest place on planet Earth. <laughs> it's a wholesale liquor store in Mesquite, Nevada, where you can get bottles of liquor for cheaper than I've ever seen it on planet Earth. Okay. So everybody's going in here. There, everybody's loading up. You know, we need drinks for before the game, during the game, after the game. Everybody, we we got it all. Everybody's yep. got all little mini bottles, and everybody's yep, got yep. purses full of stuff all over the place. Great. Pulling. As we get closer and closer to Cedar City, the facilitator of this bus, she starts doing some research, must have been on her smartphone or whatever. Yeah. She says, oh, oh man, we're going into a dry county. And Southern Utah has a dry campus. And so now we're thinking, well, we got like $10,000. Not me. I didn't have any liquor on me yet. But I, <laughs> everybody's thinking, well, there's like $10,000 worth of liquor on this bus. Like, this is actually like... This is like bootlegging. Like we we are committing a <laughs> this, we are committing a crime. Like I mean, transferring liquor over a state line into a county that is a dry county. If if by chance that that bus was to get pulled over and searched, and that's like a federal offense because you're transferring it over state lines. That's not for sale. 
even though it looks like in quantities it is for sale, it's sure. not for sale. I, I, just, I think it was a tenuous situation, sure. no doubt. There so, is no chance that they did not know that before they were there. They, well, this right. is just the, Maybe they um, only just proclaimed it after. That's why they yeah. stopped at Mesquite. Anyway, continue. Right. It is why they Well, regardless if they knew it was a dry county or not, they just knew that there was going to be better deals at, yeah. The, yeah, well, that's at the greatest place on earth. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> So, so they get there and everybody's like trying to re-strategize. You know how? First of all, they, they had a, a pre-game party planned at this bar, but the bar only sold three point two percent alcohol Bud Light. That was it. It's the only thing that they sold. No liquor or anything. So everybody's like, "Well, you know, can I sneak my own liquor into the bar? What do we do?" So everybody is like acting like they're high school kids, like trying to figure out how you sneak the liquor around everywhere. How am I going to get it in the bar? How am I going to get it in the stadium? How are we going to all not get arrested for doing all of this illegal stuff? Right. So, so there's like this big stressful moment, but then on the uh, Montana State ended up winning that game 24-17. I, I remember it very vividly. Brad Sorensen was the quarterback for Southern Utah. He's a great player. He's ended up being a, a six-round draft pick by the San Diego Chargers. And uh, Brad Daly came up big as he almost always did. He had three sacks in the fourth quarter. And Brad Flatketter, a Laurel native, he caught the game-winning touchdown. And then on the ride back, I'm trying to write my story. And I somehow coincidentally got sat right next to Brian Flatketter's father. And he is just on the moon. He couldn't be more happy. His son caught the game. We touched out. We're going back to Vegas. We're celebrating. And these guys are just bugging me. We got to get rid of liquor. We got. What if we get stopped at the state line? You got to drink something. I'm like, dude, I've got to work. I got to work. I, I, when we get back, or or when I'm done, my final story will be all good. But it was just a, it was a hilarious situation of transporting liquor illegally across state lines. It had nothing to do with me, but I had a front row seat to the entire thing. An enjoyable experience, uh, no doubt, and I would like to think that the statute of limitations has uh, more than covered your story at this point. I hope the statute of limitations has expired on the speeding ticket I got for going 111 miles per hour in South Dakota. It's one of the main reasons why I decided to not go to the South Dakota game with Montana, because I don't know. We've had... Driving back from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Where's Coulter? Jail. Because 2001. <laughs> 2008. Well, if I was driving in 2001, that would have been, I mean, I would have oh, yeah, really I been up a creek. No, 2008, that, yeah. I drove to and from Chattanooga, Tennessee for the Montana National Championship game against Richmond. Yeah. And uh, on the way back, I was driving the Cadillac that me and a bunch of my buddies were driving. And I get pulled over. I, I, had, had, it, I had it straight up, had the car on cruise control at 100. So now I was passing people. I was going 110. I get pulled over. The cop comes up. He says, get out of the car. Get in my car. And I was like, oh, man. He said, do you have any idea how long I've been following you? I said, I have, I have no clue, sir. I pulled over as soon as I saw your lights. And he said, I have been following you for 45 minutes. He said, I passed you on a part of the freeway where there was a median, and I had to drive three miles before I could turn around and catch you. And he said, you must have just had it on cruise, huh? I said, yeah. He said, what would you have it on cruise at, 100? I said, indeed, sir, I did. I'm, I'm super sorry. And he's like, I should give you a reckless driving ticket, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up getting a ticket. I never paid it. I shouldn't say that on the radio. But I never paid it, and I have no idea. I have no idea my status in South Dakota. It was a terrifying moment, though. Well, I mean, if we're going to tell some stories on ourselves, should I do one? You want me to do one? Let's go. This is a great skyline sports around the big sky. All the things that I've almost got in trouble for during my career. Um. I was also pulled over for speeding in South Dakota in a minivan with a trailer with my family in it. And I was not doing 111. You should know. They can't do 111. Don't don't even start with me. Okay? 
It's a beautiful vehicle. But I was doing 95. And the trailer, I should be clear, the trailer is, it's, it's, it's a glorified, like, roof rack. I mean, it's not, it's not like a trailer, like anything that you have in mind. You can't even see it, actually, in the rear view behind the van. It is a very, very small little two-wheel outfit. But nonetheless, I was... Now, it's 80 in Montana, man. You know, on the interstates, which means, you know, it's like 85, right? So you go on 85, and you know what there is in Montana? Turns on the roads. You know what there ain't any of in South Dakota? Turns. I mean, it. it is just... There- I, I There's a billboard every three miles for wall drug, though. Put the lock on the steering wheel and take a nap. Just going. So I was going faster than I should have been going, admittedly. But the problem is, is that the speed limit also dropped to like 65 because we're not on the interstate anyways. We were on a highway. So I was going significantly over. I got pulled over. I also uh, was asked back to the uh, passenger seat of the uh, officer's car. And we had a little discussion about safety on the roads and so forth. Uh, acceptable. Uh, I did pay the ticket, by the way. But as we're sitting <laughs> back there and uh, having, you know, this conversation and so on. And, and you know, it's taken a little bit. They go through all the stuff and they're processing, the, you know, the paperwork and so on. Now, I got, I got three small kids in the car, right? You're just kind of stuck on the side of the highway here. All of a sudden, my wife gets out of the van. Oh. Pulls out one of the kids. And directly in front of the police officer's vehicle, we had to have a pee break. And and I thought, I'm, I'm getting another citation for this. Like, this is definitely illegal. This thing. And, uh... And the officer, who was a very, very nice guy, uh, observed what had happened there with that. I think registered it as just a matter of necessity, given the situation. Didn't say one word about it to me. I certainly wasn't going to be the one to broach the subject. But I found it remarkable that my wife couldn't even go around to the front of the van to hide, you know, what it is that's going on, decided right here in full view of, of myself and the law and everyone that this is, this is where the three-year-old is going to do her business. It's classic. Colter, we got two more minutes in this segment. What would you like to talk about the Big Sky Conference? Well, uh, per the betting lines column that Sam Lewis will be pro- uh, producing for us, we're, producing, we're printing it today. It'll be out here Momentarily. Fantastic. Um, but the two games were printed on Wednesday because the two games that are uh, up are tomorrow. So Missouri State is at Northern Arizona, and Northern Colorado is at San Jose State. And uh, I, I just think that the, the NAU opener is very intriguing to me only because I think that NAU is one of the only so – I, I think that the big sky is like this. I think that there is five teams that are going to be very competitive – on the national level, and if one of those five is not, that will be disappointing. Mm-hmm. I think that there's six teams in the league that will be very not good, mm-hmm. just straight up, period. I, 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 there's no scenario you can tell me that Idaho or Idaho State are going to be good this year. Southern Utah, there, there is nothing that could fall their way. Mm-hmm. The, two co- the two teams in the league that have brand-new head coaches are, are the two teams that maybe could be different than maybe we expect them to be. If Troy Taylor 
really has a, an offensive influx at Sacramento State, maybe they'll be good. But I think the fact that he negotiated himself an unprecedented 10-year contract shows me that he is fully ready to rebuild, tear the to, thing to down, get to and build studs. it up. Yeah, yeah. But he does have some guys coming back. I mean, Sac State went 0-7 in league play last year. They had one of their games canceled. That's why they didn't play the eight league games. But early, they were a, a, a good team. They just got decimated by injuries. When you lose your quarterback, you lose your running back, you lose your receiver, you lose all your best defensive players, it's hard to be good. So who knows with Sac State. But I, don't ex- I think that even if they do sort of surprise and win a couple of league games, I still don't think they're going to be great. Northern Arizona, though, when you got a quarterback, you got a chance. And when Case Cookus is at his best and he's upright, he might be the best quarterback in the league. Yep. And I think that it's uh, his return begins tomorrow night. And and he's had a crazy career because he was the national freshman of the year. And then he's had injury-riddled seasons with either him or his primary weapons or both being hurt. Mm-hmm. And it basically resulted in Jerome Sowers getting forced out at NAU but now we have a new head coach at NAU for the first time since 1997. That in itself is a unique situation in college football. What does Chris Ball do with Northern Arizona? How does he change the culture? And what can what can Case Cookus do? Because Case Cookus, at his best, is good enough to help NAU at least be in the mix. And Missouri State is an interesting team because the Missouri Valley Conference is stacked. They have all sorts of really quality teams. Missouri State's the only randomly really bad team. They're awful. NAU beat Missouri State 41-8 to last year without Cookus. But it's, just, it's kind of a launching point for Cookus's, as yeah. you said, 59th year in college football. <laughs> right. Totally. And and it, I'm, this, this is, as it turns, I mean, it's a game that NAU should win. When you talk about a new head coach and, and all that and a first game, it's sort of, it, it'll be interesting to see kind of how it ultimately plays out. But it's certainly a game that the Big Sky Conference has to win. It's has actually, to. oddly, a bigger game for the Big Sky than it is for the team in playing in it in, yes. in a lot of ways in NAU. I mean, Mon- Mon- the Big Sky has to have a win because there's going to be some losses in this challenge over right. the course of the year. Uh, and and so you got to get them where you can get them. And this is one, not that, not that you could get, but that you should get and and really need to get to, you know, in terms of fleshing out the challenge. Yeah, absolutely have to get it. Montana, South Dakota is in a similar situation. When Montana State plays at Western Illinois, it's a similar situation. Because the other games, you know, I, I, just, I don't think Southern Utah is going to go to South Dakota State or North Dakota State and win. I just don't think that's going to happen. I actually yeah. think it's impossible that that would happen. I don't think Idaho State is going to beat South Dakota State. I mean, Northern Iowa plays Southern Utah and another uh, Big Sky team that's slipping my mind. But what I saw is, as far as this Missouri Valley Big Sky Challenge is that the Big Sky, I think there's only three, maybe four games that the Big Sky have a chance yeah. to win in this thing, and this is one of them. So I think NAU's got to take care of business. Um, okay, very good. Uh, oh, and also Northern Colorado plays SDSU. San Jose State, not SDSU. Sorry. SJSU. S-J-S-U. Unimportant. Uh, here, here, here. Let's, let's, let's just just give me two seconds on this game though, because I do think I do think that let's just listen though. To, just listen to me just for a second though. I do think that Northern Colorado. I picked Northern Colorado when I put pencil to paper to go over eight in the Big Sky Conference. Okay. Ironically, this is a winnable their game. Their opener against San Jose State. I mean, the spread is ten and a half. That's it. San Jose State is awful. They they might be marching towards no football at San Jose State. Yes, they might. Be. And and you know, I honestly think you know, I mean, they went one and eleven last year. Like again, I I don't I think that Northern Colorado. I don't know if they'll win, but if I was a betting man, 
I'd pick Northern Colorado plus ten and a half. Okay, they could they could be a, a, within a touchdown in this game, or not. We'll Let's see. go Bears. Let's go Bears. Go get one. Sutel Nuanas, one hundred two ninety ESPN Radio. Can we give something away here, Colton? Yes, we need to. Let's do it, boys and girls. You know what I love? Very many things. I am a lover. I try and look for the good in all of it. But some things, you don't have to look for the good in it because it shows you the good in itself, such as the case with Alpine Touch, the greatest seasoning on earth. And it's grill season still. And it's tailgate season now. Thank heaven. So go ahead and give us a call. 329-1899. We got the four Big Mountain Flavors hand-carrying case and the very nice, thank you very much, Alpine Touch hat right here. The uh, all-purpose original, the pepper blend, the hickory smoke, and the chili sublime seasonings for you. 329-1899. We're going to send these out to you, right, Coulter? Once upon a time, they started producing this stuff in Whitefish, Montana at a meat shop. Mm -hmm. And it was called Touch of Magic. And that touch of magic is a very similar recipe to what now still is the all-purpose seasoning. And we're going on 60 years now of them spicing up Impressive. meats in Montana. Impressive. That all-purpose, it is, it is as good as it gets. And it's football season. That thing's perfect for tailgate. You can carry it right around to up to your tailgate, put the spices right on top. A very useful And remember, handle. if you don't call in and win this thing, you still can go buy yourself some Alpine Touch. You can order it online, alpinetouch.com. Use the, use the code ESPN10. Just type in ESPN10, right? That promo code box, and you get 10% off all your Alpine Touch orders. Let's give us a call right now, 329-1899. We got Alpine Touch for you. We got a hat for you. There you go. We got it all. And remember, this is this is what you need to make your tailgating season with college football coming up as good as it gets. Alpine Touch doing it right as good as it gets in Montana more than 60 years. Mon- Alpine Touch, Montana is special spice. One other thing, Coulter, before we get out here, uh, we want to remind everybody tomorrow, very excited, we're going to be at Stocks, Stockman's Bar. Stockman's Bar. uh, Is the most recent, or the next stop, I guess I should say, uh, on the Tutel and Nuwana's Summer Tour. We are going to be down there live. We are going to be uh, giving away uh, tickets to the Grizzly-Oregon football game, another uh, pair of tickets to be given away down there. So uh, come on down and uh, join us. We'll be there at 4 o'clock doing the show, 4 to 6. Uh, so uh, come on down. Have yourself a uh, a Woodmer Hefeweizen down there. they got cans of it for you. And you uh, can come hang out with us and perhaps, perhaps, win a pair of tickets to the doggone Ducks Grizzly football no game doubt. September 14th. So it's going to be a great time uh, over there. So come on down and uh, hang out with us tomorrow. Okay? We got it? Boys and girls, let's do a wing it Wednesday. 329-1899. I got some questions for you about week one football in the state of Montana. The Grizzlies and the Cats specifically. Give us a call. 329-1899. You want to win a uh, uh, a set of wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern like Dave did in the first hour. 329-1899. The best wings in the city of Missoula coming to you via trivia questions next. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. 
Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home even when you're not. Ready for a wing at Wednesday? I think Andy might be. It is to tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris studios. Kurtz Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula Highway 83 and see me online at KurtzPolaris.com. If you want to call, 329-1899 is the phone number. All guests join us via the Rankage Brothers RV phone line. And if you want to listen live, no matter where you are, check out the stream on our station website at 1029ESPN.com. That stream available. Thanks to Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Um, let's uh, let's go to the phones. Let's do it right now. We welcome Andy to the show. Andy, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Doing good, Andy. Are you flying in an airplane? I am not. I'm running a front-end loader. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I mean, just about the same speed, if I understand it correctly. Uh, very good. Andy, here's the deal. We're going to try and get you some wings to the Desperado today. Does that sound all right to you? Yeah, it sounds good to me. Okay, we got three questions. If you get two of them right, you got yourself a basket of wings to the Desperado. If you get all three, you got a shirt. If you need help, Coulter is your lifeline, all right? All right. Boy, some chicken wings would really hit the spot. Tummy likey. Tummy want wingy. All right, Andy, on his front-end loader, here we go. Question number one. The Montana Grizzlies play South Dakota on Saturday in the first game of the season uh, for uh, both teams. In their history, Montana and South Dakota have played 18 times against one another. How many of those 18 has the University of Montana won? And it's a multiple-choice question. Nine, ten. 12 or 14 all-time wins for the Grizzlies against South Dakota. Yeah, man, make sure you last one. Make sure you look that. 14. Uh, play that Grizzly he off. goes 14, and we got an intercom answering. Man, you are really loving that you want these wings badly. I can tell. <laughs> I mean, you, are giving, you are putting everything else out there for these. Uh, 14 is the answer. No, it is not. It is not 14. We're going to hold. We're going to put a placeholder in there. Let's go to the next question. Question number two. Who has been the head football coach at both the University of Montana and South Dakota University? Who's been the head coach there, both schools? Oh, I know this one. Uh, He was before Blue Grad. God, I can't remember his name. I'm gonna call, I'll use my lifeline. Good choice. Good Coulter, choice. Who you got? Got a river letter buck, Joe Glenn. Joe Glenn is correct. Joe Glenn, a uh, just the nicest guy. 
I mean, I love Joe Glenn, man. Who doesn't? Uh, playing the piano, singing <laughs> the music. Yeah, awesome. Joe Glenn, correct. Coached at the Yotes and the Grizz, uh, both places. So, there you go. Question number two in the books. Here you go. Question number three. Montana State is playing Texas Tech this weekend. Okay? How far is it, and this is another multiple choice question, in the shortest driving distance from Bozeman to Lubbock, Texas, to the nearest 100 miles? Is it 1,000 miles, 1,100 miles, 1,200 miles, or 1,300 miles? Oh, man. Uh, I'll guess I'll go 1,300 miles. You are so close. Go the next highest one, Andy. 1,400 miles. No, the next highest one that I offered you, below 1,300. Oh, below 1,300. Let's go with 1,200. Bang! My man got it. Two out of three. Andy, you got yourself wings to the Desperado. You give your oh. information to Reese, and you go back to work, okay? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> All right. Great work, Andy. Thank you very much. Andy on the hey, excavator. You. you got it, bud. Uh, out there. Plowing ground. Shout out to all the guys. Hey, this is not the day to be doing construction. It's 90 degrees out there. It's hot. Everybody out there on the sites today, the work sites, the construction that's out there listening, shout out to you, okay? You are doing a job that is very close to as hard as the job that Coulter and I are doing at the moment. (laughs) Uh, How about that? On the thing, you got the intercom in there. You got the... uh, Stuff whizzing by and everything like that. Uh, yeah, 1,200 miles, uh, the closest. 12 is the name of the day because uh, a 12 is also the number of wins that Montana has in their series uh, against South Dakota. 12 and 6, the all-time series. When's that date back to, do you know? I don't know what it dates back to. The most recent game was in 2014, though, when Joe Glenn was the coach of mm-hmm. South Dakota, came back to Missoula. Uh, Jordan Canada, I think, had a great game in that yep. game. Tyler Starr was the star of the South Dakota. Mm. Yotes mm-hmm. went on to play in the NFL. And uh, Montana won that game, uh, I think, by a score. I have to look back again. But in any case, 12-6 and six is the all-time series for the uh, the Grizzlies and the uh, 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 South Dakota uh, Yotes. Coyotes, and uh, I don't know that there is an all-time series between Montana State and Texas Tech, which is why we didn't do the history of that esteemed rivalry. <laughs> Cats played Texas A&M. Uh, Rob Ash's first season back in 2007. Mm-hmm. I am not exactly sure, though. I don't. I do not believe they have ever played. W- w- uh, stat check. I- I'll get back to you in okay. about two minutes. Okay. It's Tutel Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. We'll do a quick break. We'll wrap up the show on a Wednesday, and I will uh, go home and face the music. Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed, guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber. Gotta have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You gotta get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana. Through Bozeman and around Gallatin County, more than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive, innovative, and a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. Click on the link below, goblackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know... 
what they're up to and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. Time to continue our NFL preview by team. Two-tail Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. The Rams, who we're looking at today. We are broadcasting live from the Chris Polaris Studios. Chris Polaris at 2904 West Broadway, Missoula Highway 83, and see online at chrispolaris.com. If you missed anything in the show, you can listen on the podcast. The podcast available on the TuneIn Radio app and on iTunes. It's also available on the station website, 1029ESPN.com. And it is there thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Uh, tonight, Coulter and I going to be on SWX tonight. So go uh, give that a look, 1030. Check your local listings, SWX tonight. Montana's only statewide sports show. Pretty cool. TV, to be that honest. Is. Yeah. TV. Right. Good point. We're a statewide sports well, show. We are. And a TV show at that. So they're not the only statewide TV sports show. We are also. <laughs> one. We forgot ourselves on the list of one. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. That's like holding your wallet in your hand while you're looking for your wallet. You know? We've all been there, haven't we? I think so. Um,. So we talk about the LA Rams for a moment. Should sure. I tell you that on my, you know, my the, the craziness of my flight back from Wisconsin and the, the 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 wreck and I missed the flight and then I got rerouted through Los Angeles. I flew, I mean, spitting distance from the brand new stadium in Los Angeles is being constructed. Mm-hmm. The skeleton of that thing, mm-hmm. even from the air, uh. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's it's gigantic, and it is it is not a stadium. It is a it's I mean it's a town. It's it's a it's a town that they are building that will have a giant stadium in it. But they're I mean they're doing the whole thing, you know. And it is uh, I don't know all what's going to be there, what kind of businesses, what kind of places to live. I mean, I think they're putting in suites. I think they're putting in office buildings. I think they're doing all of it. And uh, you know, I'm sure, it will be very nice when it's all said and done. I just want to know if people are going to show up. I think if the Rams keep up at this pace, they will. The the like Vegas light attitude of Los Angeles, where if you're not part of the show, you're just irrelevant, is so interesting to me. Yeah, With twenty million people, and then there's ten thousand people at Charger games. It seems just ridiculous, right? I mean, nobody goes to USC games. Even less people go to UCLA games. Right, but that that's not the issue. I mean, the the, the point is just having you know a team in the market that's on television. You know, right. Definitely jerseys. I mean, here's the thing is like people talk about what is it, 15 million people in the Los Angeles basin or whatever it is. Maybe even 20. I don't know. But the point is, is that 
I, I, I have no idea the layout of Los Angeles specifically in terms of where the stadium. I know where the stadium is in 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 uh, geographically, but I have no idea uh, people wise what that means. And here is here is the issue: getting there. I mean, right. it, it, it might be easier for a lot of people listening to us right now to drive to a Seattle Seahawks football game than for some people in Los Angeles to go watch the Rams by the same means. It's probably true. I mean, it's insane. So, you know, having a team and people go, well, 20 million people, how can you not get to the game? Well, you know, it, to an extent that's true, but it's not quite the same thing. It does matter where you are. And, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if the L.A. Rams were in Orange County that they might be more far better attended than they are actually in Los Angeles near LAX. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But the fact is, is that you're right, is that people could football. Look, there's a reason that there was not professional football in Los Angeles for 20 years. I mean, the, think about this, okay? The Raiders left L.A. to go to Oakland. I mean, what do you need to know, you know, about the fan base in Los Angeles? That said, you know, it's probably going to be very successful. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to go initially for no other reason than to go to this building and and, and be there, you know, hang out around, whatever. And I think it's probably smart because you probably have to have something that's more than merely football to get people to show up in Los Angeles. That's probably the reality of it. So, uh... After Blake Bortles beats out Jared Goff, will the L.A. Rams return to the Super Bowl? Definitely. Bortles is, like, borderline Hall of Fame. Um, but uh, but honestly, uh, I think that the Rams have a lot of question marks coming into this year because they, they drafted Greg Gaines and got rid of Indomitian Sue. They have Todd Gurley with uncertain health. They have Cooper Cup, who by all accounts seems to be recovered from his ACL injury, but he's still coming off an ACL injury. And then you have the dreaded but almost certain Super Bowl hangover. Mm-hmm. The team that loses. The thing is, though, that I think the Super Bowl hangover is more real for the team that wins the Super Bowl than it is the team that loses, except for when it's the New England Patriots because there's no such thing as I don't carryover. believe in Super Bowl hangovers. How? I believe that it's really, really hard to get to a Super Bowl and you're not going to do it every year and it doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah, but how often will we see the team that loses the Super Bowl go back to the Super Bowl the next year? Almost never. It's happened several times recently. I mean, the Broncos, C- Seahawks. The Seahawks did it. Did they? Did the Broncos go the next season? I think so. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it was like three years later for the Broncos because they had to rebuild their defense and all of that kind of stuff uh, after they lost to Seattle. But, like teams that are good are going to be good. I think the Rams are. The Rams are going to be very good. But I don't know that that if they don't make it to the Super Bowl again. This season, I'm not sitting there going, well, you know, obviously. Are they the favorites in the NFC? Well, let's start here. They're the favorites in the NFC West. Sure. And, are, I mean, I I think that they're probably the, I don't think they're overwhelming, so I think the NFC has a lot of pretty good teams. But I think I do think they're the favorites. I mean, they got Eric Weddle yep. from Baltimore. Yep. Veteran, but. Yep. They got Clay Matthews. Keep Tlaib, Clay Matthews. They still obviously have the best defensive player in football in Aaron Donald holding it down on the inside. They don't really have much at the tight end spot to speak of. 
But they are going to be very good again, and they're still on a rookie contract with their quarterback, which we know means they can move it around a little bit and have done so. They lose in Dominican Sue, but honestly, like lots of teams have lost in Dominican Sue, and it's hard to tell if it's for better or worse. You know? I mean, I, I don't know. He, he's, <laughs> he's just less he's, – he's great, but he's still less impactful than you feel like he should be, and they have Aaron Donald. They're well, right, but Aaron Donald's not going to have 20 sacks again without Dominican Sue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Uh, here's the other teams, I think, in the NFC that are going to have something to say about, you know, the Super Bowl. Yep. The Saints. Yep. Potentially, potentially the Bears. Mm. Telling you. In terms of getting there, maybe. They're one of the five best teams in the NFC, period. Uh, I just don't, I will never believe in the Atlanta Falcons. No. Uh, probably not Carolina. Nope. You could convince me of something about Minnesota. You could vin- convince me of something about Green Bay, and you could talk to me for sure about the Philadelphia Eagles. But the NFC is pretty top-heavy, and it's pretty thin upper crust. So I think the Los Angeles Rams should have a very strong season. And will be there. They, I mean, they have to be a playoff team, barring. I mean, you could tell me that Jared Goff is out for the year, and they should still be a playoff team. Jared Goff's the least of their concern when it comes to their skill guys. It's everybody else. Yeah. If Todd Gurley is out for any stretch of time, though, that kills him. Well, does it? Absolutely. I read this fascinating and statistical analysis about the things that make the Rams' offense go. They ran play action on, I think, 58% of their passes last year. And the one unique analytic in that analysis that I'd never um, heard before, mm-hmm. they had average blast off the ball. Yeah. How much does your offensive line move Push. the line of scrimmage? Right. And they led the league in that stat. Talk about a strenuous and tedious task to be the guy who compiles that stat. No kidding. <laughs> but... but Regardless, when your offensive line is, I mean, that was the most underrated part of their team last year, right? I mean, I thought they'd take a huge jump, not only because of Todd Gurley's reemergence, not only because of the surprise breakout that was Cooper Cup, not only because of Jared Goff's maturation, but more than any other reason, they signed a potential Hall of Fame guy in Andrew Whitworth as their left tackle, and then they fortified the rest of the offensive line with really good players, and they have one of the best offensive lines in football. Here we go, quickly, wins and losses. At Carolina. Loss. Wow. Uh, I'm high on the Panthers. Versus New Orleans. <sighs> Rematch of the NFC Win. championship game. No chance. I, I'm saying they're 1-1 one one after that stretch. All right. At Cleveland. Win. Versus Tampa. Win. At Seattle. Loss. Mm-hmm. Versus San Francisco. Win. Okay. We're going to stop here. They're 6-2 six after 6 or 4-2 and two after 6 weeks. We will finish this tomorrow. Okay. Not going to push it any further. We'll finish this tomorrow. Look at Tommy. Look at me. Paying attention to the clock. How good is that? Boys and girls, tomorrow we're going to finish this at Stocks. Come down to Stockman's Bar downtown. Hang out with Coulter and I. Have a drink. Put your name in the box to go to the Grizzly Oregon Duck football game. And spend a nice afternoon in downtown Missoula with the two of us. We're going to have a great time. It's college football openers. Go watch some games for crying out loud. They're going to be going on. I can't wait. I cannot wait. We'll see you tomorrow down there from Stockman's Bar. Until then, boys and girls, have an enjoyable night. Enjoy the Osprey game. And uh, we will catch you in 22 hours. 
Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 